Good health is a crown worn by the healthy that only the ill can see. Your health really is your wealth. Join us for the next hour as we explore disease and attaining and maintaining good health. This is Dischem Medical Monday, brought to you by Dischem. And good morning to you, and good health starts here. I'm Kathy Kayla. I'm standing in on Dischem Medical Monday, but joining me is somebody who's not standing in, and uh, that's David Kahn. He's the pharmacy manager at Diskem Linksfield in the neighborhood center. And firstly, I would like to say Mazel Tov because you had a simcha. Thank you, Kathy. Good morning to your listeners. Yeah. Yeah, Mazel yeah. Tov to I'll you and your family. Thank you. It's wonderful. Yeah. Good um, things. Good things. All right. So, how often have you gone in to a pharmacy and you you go with your script and you say you know, this is what my doctor wants me to take, and you give the script to the pharmacist, and the pharmacist says, do you want the generic? Well, the generic, generic of the medication, means it's not the original, um, what is it, the the copyrighted or the trademarked uh, medication. It's the same recipe, essentially, but it often comes in at a fraction of the cost of the original medication. Correct. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. You know, sometimes it is, with generics, though, David, it does seem to be very much hit or miss. Some generics are, they act exactly like the actual medication. And others, I don't know, in my experience, not so much. Depends on the medication. But you know what, I'm going to put that out to you. Firstly, I just want to just uh, thank my producer, Slick Seleke. Thank you so much for putting uh, the show together today. And to my engineer, Craig Guthrie, thank you very much. See, the men in my life, they just keep me on track. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> if you want to get in touch, I'd love to hear from you. 34519, that is the text line if you want to send through an SMS. Those SMSs are charged at 1 Rand 50. You can also send me a text on Telegram if you have the app, and that number is 061-895-1019. When we come back, we're going to take some ads, but um, then we're going to be talking about generics. I want to know from your experience, have you taken generics? Have you found them to work as well as the original medication? You let me know. 34519, that is the text line, or 061-895-1019. I'm Kathy Kayla. This is Diskem Medical Monday on 101.9 High FM. Now, I want to ask you something. Is your shopping list longer and your time shorter? Diskem Delivered has you covered from healthcare essentials to baby food, beauty and toiletries. Whatever you need, Diskem Delivered has you covered. You can download the easy-to-use Diskem app and shop over, wait for it, you were going to say 7,000 products. It's not. It's actually 10,000 products. True story. 10,000 products that you can get on the Diskem Delivered at in-store prices. And it'll be delivered to you within 60 minutes. Now you can relax with while Diskem delivers your essentials to you. It's that simple. Diskem delivered from Diskem to you. Diskem pharmacies. Better health starts here. This is Medical Monday brought to you with compliments of Diskem. I'm Kathy Kayla standing in for the 
well, on the Diskem Medical Monday. Joining me in studio is David Kahn. He is the pharmacy manager at Diskem Linksfield. In the neighborhood center, you can go along and say hello. Have a lot of people come to see you? Yes, definitely. The show is having a very positive impact. Okay, that's amazing. Okay, you know what? Because we all need knowledge, you know, and to have a pharmacist, and I'm sure that Diskem has many, but to have a pharmacist who we know your name, we know where to find you, and we know that you know your stuff, that that's actually priceless. All right, so Thank let's you. talk about generics. <clears throat> you and I make a cake, right? A chocolate cake. I have my recipe, and you have exactly the same recipe. Yours is always going to taste better, David. So, of, co- does, of course, it is. Does the same <laughs> apply to generic medications? It used to. Okay. Um, what you said at the beginning of the show is that taking a generic is hit or miss. Um, in in the 1980s, um, the parameters for and standards for generic medication were not as well controlled as they are today. And obviously, as time has progressed, science has progressed, manufacturing capacity has progressed, the quality has improved drastically. The standards applied to generic medication are governed by the FDA, by pharmaceutical controlling bodies in the EU. Our own SAPRA is a very good institution. They might, in most instances, be slow, as most government departments. Um, Sometimes you have to be to be thorough. Yes, correct. And thorough they are. Um, so the the variance between a generic used to be 20%. That means plus minus 20%, which would mean that you could have a 40% variance. And right, that's because of the patent infringement. Yes. Right, um, so if you've got a patent, no. if, the, if it was less than 20%, then... It would be patent no, 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 infringement. No, it's not a no. patent. No, it's not a patent infringement. Yeah. If I'm going to manufacture your exact recipe, that's patent the, the active ingredient right? has to be the same. Oh. The, the the strength of the drug has to be the same. I have to prove to the authorities that the bio that there is bioequivalence. So, on average, when you swallow that product. It's going to be, it's going to dissolve, be absorbed, and achieve as close as possible the same results as the originator. Sometimes that result can be better. Really? Sometimes it, it can be higher or lower. It can vary slightly. Now the, the can you give us an example of that? I mean, I think that's um, that's excellent. If that's um, the case. It it depends on the person's response to the drug. Yeah. I mean, if. A prime example would be the the concerta generics using a name. Yeah. Um, sometimes a person gets a better result from the generic because everybody is different. Right. Um, our, our digestive systems are all slightly different. Um, what we eat is different. Genetically, we all different. Has a, genetically yeah. we different. Genetically, we different. Yes. So it, when a generic drug is tested. It is compared to the originator in what they call a crossover study. So you and I would both swallow the original product and then have a washout period. Blood tests would be done frequently to determine 
what the maximum level is in our blood because you, you have um, a therapeutic index for a drug. That is, if the dose is too low, it has no effect. There's an ideal level that the blood that the drug has to have in the blood. If it goes above that level, it becomes toxic. So the way it dissolves, gets absorbed, gets eliminated from the body is critical to the effect of the drug. So we both swallow the original, then we both swallow the generic. And those tests are um, performed on a number of people to to assess um, they have to be healthy individuals. They won't be people with the disease or with other comorbidities. So you need to assess it in a standardized environment. Right. Okay. So with any experiment, yeah. you need your control. Correct. Right. So that's what you're establishing yeah. is the control. Yes. Only your experiment yes. is on the control. Yes. Okay. So, I mean, the, the variation used to be 20%, which allowed for 40%, 20 minus and 20 plus. In reality, um, with the standards and controls in place, that variation is not often, it's very rarely higher than 5% and is on average approaching about 3% within the general market. David, do you think that generics are good for pharmaceutical companies? They are good for pharmaceutical companies. Um because it drives innovation. Um, the originator companies protect their products with patents. Yes. And then before patents expire, they protect their products by introducing their own generic brands. In some instances, those are the exact 100% same product branded as a clone. Ah, Which so is, we've got generics and we have clones. We have clones. Oh, yeah. this is, we like clones now, of medication. People right? like clones of medication, but even with clones, you will have patients come in and say, give me Nexium. Trustan doesn't work. And yet they're exactly the same. 100% exactly the same. So we are told by the manufacturer. Yeah. Uh, if, if it was a lie, we would find out. Okay, so and let's then, put it out to our yeah. listeners, because we know that yeah. our listeners love Nexium. Yeah. And trust Dan. <laughs> All right. So I want to, if you, if you don't mind sharing your experience with us, if you have a, a problem with reflux and, uh, well, it's just reflux basically, you know, an acid and you have taken or been prescribed Nexium or Trustan and you've taken both, have you found that they both work the same or is one better than the other? Please let me know. 34519, that is the text line, or 061-895-1019. We're talking about generic and clone medications. David is my guest, David Kahn. He is the pharmacy manager at Diskem in Linksfield at, uh, in the neighborhood center. You can also give us a call if you've got any questions about medications. Perhaps you're on a generic and you want to know or perhaps you're on a medication and you're looking to see if there is a generic for it. This is the guy to speak to. You can give us a call. 0101403020. How easy is that? Very easy to remember that. So it's 0101403020 and you can speak to David directly about your medication. 
This is not where we're going to diagnose. This is just where we talk about medications to educate you because good, good health or better health starts here with, on the Diskim Medical Monday. Is your shopping list longer and your time shorter? Diskim Delivered has you covered. From healthcare essentials to baby foods, beauty and toiletries, whatever you need, Diskim Delivered has you covered. You can download the easy-to-use Diskim app and shop over 10 thousand products at in-store prices that will be delivered to you within 60 minutes. Now you can relax while Diskim delivers your essentials to you. It's that simple. Diskim delivered from Diskim to you. Diskim pharmacies. Better health starts here. This is Medical Monday brought to you with compliments of Diskim. I'm Kathy Kayla. Thank you so much for joining me. If you've just joined me, then I need to tell you that my guest this morning is David Kahn. He is the pharmacy manager at Diskim Linksfield in the north, in the neighbourhood centre. We're talking about <coughs> generic and clone medications. Generic is a medication a medication that is made up to forty percent of, or you can have forty percent different. It used to be forty percent. Oh, now it's twenty percent. If if it was forty, if it was no, it used to be twenty percent. But now it's forty. Either direction, so it is minus twenty or plus twenty. Oh, so there had to okay. be a difference of twenty percent, one way or the other. A maximum difference of up to twenty percent. But now it's forty percent. No. Okay. The <laughs> <laughs> okay, you said a hundred, hundred minus twenty is yes. eighty. Oh, so a hundred plus twenty is a hundred and twenty. So the variance used to be eighty to a hundred and twenty percent. If a generic manufacturer presented a product that had a probably a 15% variance today, mm-hmm. it would not be allowed to come to market. It would because be another. The it would be a whole so nother, Okay, it would be a whole another medication. It, it wouldn't would, really it would be, be a generic. It would be a failed medication. It wouldn't be a medication. Okay, very good. It would not be allowed to come to market. And then you've got clones, which are identical in every way. So the manufacturers or the pharmaceutical companies say. Let's talk about, for example, um, Zoloft, which is one of the antidepressants out there. Yes. Um, They That's a Pfizer product. They have a clone called Sertra. Within the last three months, Zoloft went unavailable nationally. Okay. And we've probably got about maybe 10% of our market consumes Zoloft. The rest are on clone. Other, more than 80% are on generic. Um, so first thing happened, people switched to clone. And are those that insist on Zoloft. Then the clone went unavailable. Oh. And for just over two months, our patient base were compelled to go for generics. And you have the odd conversation with people, and um, Zoloft's back. Yes, I need to go back. Was there a difference? Not really, or was there a difference? I felt I had a slight headache the whole time I was taking generic X. Yeah. But the damage is done, and a lot more people have switched over to the generic because they've realized... They feel the same. That's quite scary when you consider that, you know, antidepressants are working on so many different aspects of your brain. It's not yes. a painkiller. Yes. You know, it's not something for acid reflux mm. that it's going to be out of your system in a few hours. Yes. This is something which you, I mean, it, it can be quite scary when that happens. Yeah. yeah. 
Why do medications become unavailable? Um, global logistics. We never know. Pharmaceutical companies don't communicate very clearly the reasons why they're unavailable. Um, I mean, I remember he, having this conversation with you about Ventolin. You know, Ventolin yes. it just... And when I looked up online, Ventolin is a, is a, is a spray that's used for asthma. And when I looked up online, um, they had a statement for, um, uh, GlaxoSmithKline, who makes it, the GSK, had put out a statement saying that it was due to the COVID pandemic that so much Ventolin had been used. That was their statement. But when I phoned the company, they had no clue what that statement was about. They said that it's been discontinued. In this market. In this market. Oh, so yeah. it's available elsewhere. Apparently so, in certain other markets. That's interesting. I think what's happened is that the... Because nothing has actually been able to yeah. adequately replace it. Um, that salbutamol, which was the active ingredient, yeah. it's not the same. I, I think that the the generics have pushed them to discontinue that because they weren't selling enough. And that's what made them make it. It's actually unbelievable. Yeah. It's incredible. I mean, look what happened with um, Prozac, Lily's product, another antidepressant. They had two formulations, um, capsule and tablet. They discontinued the tablets. Um, suddenly, people have accepted the generic because there's no alternative. Um, now, um, one of the concentration formulations, Tratera. Yes. Um, they are discontinuing their capsule range. And I've got somebody in this weekend who's got two children on it. Did you um, tell them about the black box the warning? The one <laughs> that was not part of the conversation. Now it was, they, they've been taking it for years. Yeah. And um, the one child was fine on generic. The other one tried the generic a few years ago and apparently had an awful reaction. Was it psychosomatic? We don't know. But this mommy is in an absolute panic at the moment and is about to commence on having this child put onto the liquid formulation, which hasn't been discontinued. In fact, that was only introduced by the manufacturer sometime last year, except it's going to end up costing double what the Stratera was costing. Let's talk about yeah. price. And by the way, I just want to put my question out um, I was asking earlier if you if you have tried Nexium, right, which is the original drug, and the clone, which is the Trustan. If you've tried both, has one worked better for you than the other? Just doing a little poll, just to see, because the companies say that the clone is identical, yet the price is a lot lower. Uh, we're going to talk price in the minute in a minute between the clones versus generics. But I'd be very interested to hear from you. And by the way, if you've got any questions about whether there's a generic uh, for your medication or if you're on a generic, if you've had any questions, you're welcome to give us a call and you can speak to David directly. The number in the studio is 0101403020. So, um, David, the the price difference, is price driving the cost well is price driving the choices that we're making in terms of our medications price definitely drives the choices i mean if if we're talking nexium yes 
our Nexium sales compared to generics is less than 0.8%. What does that mean? If we're selling... I'm, uh, I'm, I'm asking for the five-year-old yeah. in my brain. Okay. If what we, does if that we, mean? Um, if we're selling 100 boxes of... Nexium. Of isomeprazole, which is the active ingredient of Nexium. Yes. We are selling 0.8 boxes of Nexium. Oh, all the so rest, all the rest is, is nine, generic and clone. Yeah, yeah. What is the actual price difference between the original drug and, for example, a clone or um, the generic? Um, that varies. It varies from 10, 15% up to um, a generic costing a third of the originator's price. Um Talking like the Stratera, yeah, um, definitely um, about three hundred and fifty rand for the generic, over a thousand rand for the original. Um, th- those vary, but in most cases, it's at least twenty percent saved. Incredible, mm. absolutely incredible. All right, so Gail, thanks so much, Gail. She says I found Trustan far better than Nexium. I don't really like taking generics. That's interesting. So she's taking the clone. Trustan's the clone. Yeah, it's the clone. It's not the generic. Because the generic yeah. for Nexium would be what? Um, Nexmazole, which is the Sandoz brand. Yeah. And I would say there's probably parity between Trustan and Nexmazole sales. Um, okay. There's many generics, um, but those are the, the more popular ones. So and obviously, we, it's impossible for us to keep every single brand on the shelf. Yes. Um, okay. So, Sandoz is an interesting company because they're, they're, that company is over 150 years old. Um, so, they have incredibly high um, quality standards through their parent company, which is Novartis Health. Yes, um, massive. Another interesting company. thing is that some generic manufacturers... Um, there's an Indian-based one called Sun Pharma. Yes. They work in collaboration with Israeli companies to develop APIs, which are active ingredients. Um, and there's a drug called Kepra, which is to treat um, epilepsy. It's a twice-a-day product. Sun Pharma are introducing a generic, slow-release, once-a-day product. So now you've got a generic manufacturer introducing a new original product. So they've. That's better than the original, yeah. Normally what used to happen is the, the originators would protect their brand towards the end of patent. They would introduce a slow release formulation, which is a next generation product and then have more patent protection on it. Um, so that's, this is a very interesting scenario. And that is interesting. Are some I'm generics sure better than others? I would say so. And, and I think the market proves itself yeah. and finds its feet there. Um, yeah. A question coming through from another listener, David. Um, she says, good morning. Is there a generic for Betmega? Not yet. Okay. No, Betmega is too fresh on the market. Okay. Um, All right. What does yeah. Betmega do? Betmega is for bladder control. Okay. Um it's it's a much better product than it's a, it's a much healthier molecule to consume compared to its older competitors, which have um, negative 
effects on the body with respect to onset of dementia. Um, so it is worth paying the difference. I'm seeing I'm seeing a lot of um, commentary about, and it's coming through conversations, it's coming through podcasts, it's coming through all different ways of the connection between some medications and dementia. It seems to be quite a strong side effect of a lot of medications. Maybe we could look at that or not. Um, not now. Yeah, for future. <laughs> for yeah. future. Yeah. But I just think it's important yeah. because, yeah, you it's know, when we have more information, we can make better choices. Yeah, and with, with our, our international, globally, with our aging populations, there is a lot of research being done in that field in treatment of dementia yeah. and causes. So, yeah. There definitely needs to be that's more. That's for another day. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so... If you're going to take a generic or a clone, right, if you had a choice, right, David, here is a generic of this drug and here's a clone of the drug, which one would you choose? Have I been taking the original? Yeah, you've been taking okay. the original. Um, I would look at the price. So that would guide mm. your choice, mm. your decision? Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the most successful generics and clones. Which like, are they? Are there some generics that work exactly like the original product? In most cases, the answer will be yes. Okay, because yeah. I gave you yeah. an example of Ventolin, right? Ventolin, yes. there is nothing even close to it. Um, in some people's experience, that is the case. Yes. But in the bulk of the market, it's not. So you. It just amazes yeah. me that the, that the pharmaceutical company, yeah, and mm. that the pharmaceutical company will withdraw product knowing that there is yeah. a dedicated yeah. market for it. I don't know. Yeah. Have people just changed onto other medications? Have they gone onto more hormonal, more um, what's it called again? Um, you know, other medications that are going to help with asthma and controlling um, breathing, they, rather they, than you know. Relying on Ventolin. Ventolin isn't a salbutamol. Ventolin isn't a bad molecule to take. Yes. Um, it's cost effective um, between the generics and the Ventolin. Um, the the innovation is that the newer generation bronchodilators are longer acting, oh. so you would only need to dose once or twice a day. Um, and then, if it is genuinely for asthma. Um, for better control of long-term control of asthma, you would need to be taking a combination product with a steroid. Yeah, with um, cortisone or something yes. like that. Yeah, so Ventolin is there for those instances where you need a quick release of uh, a bronchospasm. All right. If you've got uh, any questions, <laughs> you should get in yeah. touch with us. You can, uh, if you've got any questions yeah. about your medication, perhaps you're on a medication. You want to know if that if there's a generic. You want to see what could be, you know, working against something what's con contraindicating. Is that the word? Contraindicating. <laughs> interacting. If, if, interacting, right. If your medications might be interacting with one another, you're welcome to give us a call. This is the man who knows. His name is David Kahn. He's the pharmacy manager at Diskim in the neighborhood in Linksfield. You want to give us a call? 0101 40 30 20. You are also welcome to 
send us an SMS on 34519. That is a text line. You can also send us a text on Telegram, and that number is 061-895-1019. David, what, do we, what else do we need to know about generics? Generics cause confusion in the marketplace. <laughs> How's that? Um, it's like um, some, some brands become like a vacuum cleaner. They become the hoover of the market. Right. So um, Amoxil was a penicillin brand. Yes. Which was discontinued in capsule form approaching 20 years ago. Hmm. And yet doctors will still write Amoxil. That's so very interesting. So has nobody a person will come into the prescription and well, Moxel, we all dispense Zoxel or whatever is available. Yes. And then we'll have an argument about what was prescribed and what we're issuing. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not funny, but it it's, is it funny. It is funny sometimes. And um, there's a drug called meticortin, which was the original prednisone, cortisone. Yes. And... Um, I had a huge argument with somebody about three years ago who left us as a customer. Now he's back. Oh. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, it, it was, a, it was a, a very serious conflict, and it had been discontinued years ago. Prednison. No, Metticorton, oh, the Metticorton. brand. Oh, yes. the brand, okay. Yeah. So that, yeah, I'm like I was accused of lying and, yeah. Okay, so it was so yeah. it was discontinued, but you so you had to we had to give prednisone, yeah, something else, um, yeah. What other medications have that? I mean, is it just those two? I mean, there must be there um, must be hundreds. There, 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 there are others, yes. Um, I can't think of any off the top of my head now, but there there are plenty like that. Okay. Yeah, and I'm sure Prozac might become one of them. Um, now that they've discontinued. The tablets, okay, right. the capsules. I don't know how much longer Lily are going to keep the capsule on the market. Um, they have their clone, um, which has done pretty well over the years. It's amazing because mm. it has already changed the face of making medications accessible to be able to get the generic. And often it really is a fraction of the cost yes. or the price. Um, a lot of people on medications... Um, on medical aid, you know, medical aids will say, you know, you need to get the generic. They will, you know, if you yes. want the original, have it, but you're going to be paying the difference. They'll, they'll penalize you. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, yeah. do medical, do you think that medical aids and, and drug companies have these conversations? They do. I mean, they must do. Yes. Surely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely. And even um, Discovery Health, they, they favor certain brands, um, which sometimes makes it difficult for, because it might be something that's unavailable. Yeah. And then there's a whole lot of communication that has to take place to get them to authorize a different brand generic and cover it in full. So even between generics, they start applying co-payments. Are there generics that you would be cautious about? And I'm not asking for brands. I'm talking about in terms of treating certain um, conditions. So there, there, there aren't a lot of them, but like I said, you you have drugs with a therapeutic index. Yes. Um, 
one of them, one of the examples, and we don't have a generic for it in this market, is a drug called cyclosporin, which is one of the immune therapy drugs. That has a very narrow therapeutic index. Immune therapy so, drugs being treating what? Um, certain um, autoimmune conditions. Okay. Um, organ replacement drugs, those sort of drugs. Okay. Um, Cyclosporin. Yes. Okay. Um, digoxin, which the original product is lanoxin, is a cardiac drug. It's not used a lot these days. Um, and that that had a very narrow therapeutic index. There was a generic available, and it was on the market for years from Adco. No, that was um, Sandoz, and eventually they discontinued that um, sometime last year, just because demand wasn't there for the product as a whole. Um, so that that was a drug that had a very critical dosing regimen. Um, your thyroid hormones, although all of the formulations out there now, of which there are now three, there's just a, a new range is coming into the marketplace, their formulations are all pretty much identical with regards to the excipients that are used in the manufacturing process. So, I mean, also, when just to go back a little bit, when companies are developing a generic product the active ingredient has to be 100% the same but the excipients which are agents that might bind a tablet together um, or coloring your coating all the of coloring the stuff. coating the dilution to get the, the strength right those can vary but if they are going to vary them the generic manufacturer has to prove that there is no effect on the efficacy of the product that makes sense. So, that makes sense. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you're buying over the counter, right? Mm -hmm. If you're buying pain tablets or you're buying any medication over the counter, meaning that you don't need a script for it, doesn't matter whether you get the original or the generic. No, it doesn't. It's it's choice. It's economics. Because those would be m um, those would be minimal anyway. Because the active ingredients are also regulated and yes. you know, um, take Nurofen. Yeah. Nurofen is ibuprofen. Yes. Brufen was the original ibuprofen. Yes. Brufen has come back and it's deemed to be a generic. Really? Um, of Nurofen? Yes. <laughs> and it's not. It's the original. See, that would annoy and me. And so the, those products <laughs> compete head on head. Um, but they do yeah. the same thing anyway. They do. It's exactly the same. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean, you mentioned Nurofen. I don't know how many people know this, but Nurofen, if you take too much of it, can cause, what is it called? Esophageal, uh, you can have problems with your esophagus. Yes. And, um, as in acid. Yeah, yeah, acid yes. reflux. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you can get ulcers yeah. and all sorts of things. Correct. So yeah. if you suffer with pain, maybe look at something other than ibuprofen. Because that's one of the, one of the things with ibuprofen. Jeez, I sound like a drug addict. I think we need to take some ads, Craig. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> My, I'm Kathy Kaler. This is the Disco Medical Monday. We're talking about generics. We're talking about clones of medications. Isn't it wonderful to learn about all these medications? I mean, we can all now become pharmacists, right? <laughs> we can walk into Disco and say, hey, I know. 
I know everything that there is to know about generics. <laughs> My guest this morning is David Kahn. He is the pharmacy manager at Diskem Linksfield, and that is in the neighborhood center. If you've got any questions about your medications, if you want to know whether there is a generic uh, for your medication that you're on, if you are on a generic, if it's working for you, let us know. Get in touch. And you can give us a call on 0101403020. You can uh, send a text on 34519 on SMS, 34519, or telegram us on 061-895-1019. You're on 101.9 FM. This is Diskem Medical Monday. This is Medical Monday you're on 101.9 High FM. I'm Kathy Kayla. I'm standing in, and this is Discam Medical Monday. It's one of my favorite shows, I have to tell you. And uh, my guest this morning, well, every two weeks, David Kahn, the pharmacy manager from Discam in the neighborhood in Linksfield, comes in and we talk about medications. This isn't a place where we're going to diagnose because that would just be completely irresponsible. But educating you and of course myself and our engineer and everybody listening about medications when we have more information we can make better choices and it's important to know I mean one of the things that are that when we spoke about ADD and ADHD I, I cannot tell you how many people I've spoken to about Stratera and you know when you mentioned that Stratera comes with a black box warning uh, if you missed that show um, Stratera is used in a different way, or it works on the body in a different way to treat ADD and ADHD. And this black box warning says that a possible side effect could be suicide ideation. And that it really shows you just how serious the scheduling is for, uh, for these drugs. Um, a message that's come through, unsigned, says, my son is on Kepra. I yes. just heard there is a generic once a day. What is it called? Thanks so much for your message. Um, the name is Levesees. Levesees. L-E-V-E-S-E-I-Z-E, -E -E, yes. Now, that we, we won't be able to substitute that because we can't substitute from a twice a day to a once a day. It's something that you would have to discuss with your doctor. Um, however, I'm sure... Once they see the results, they are going to be keen to simplify patients' lives by giving them a once-a-day dosage. Yeah. So it, would, it yeah. would need to be done by your doctor. It's not something yes. where yeah, you can say, well, we don't have this. Yeah, it would be a prescription. Correct. Can we substitute? Yes. Okay. So you can't do that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it would be with any what, – what's the schedule on that? Would that be schedule six? Um, it's either three or four. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's not too bad. Yeah. Epileptic drugs are generally schedule three. Yeah. Okay. Anti Interesting. Anti-epileptic drugs. What are the most commonly used generics in terms of um, the class of medication? Um, your antidepressants, your the PPIs, that's a huge market. The blood PPIs pressure. PPIs being for acid reflux. Acid reflux, yes, proton pump inhibitors. There's, there's a lot of competition there. There's a lot of competition in the blood pressure market. Really? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Most most of your blood pressure products have got clones and generics available. Yeah. Hmm. Are generics also used off license or off 
off script. Do you know off, what I mean by that? Off, off label. To off treat. label. That's it. Off label. Um, well, if if a, an original drug is used off label occasionally, then there's the no reason why the generic can't be. Yeah. Yes. You you you're treating the same conditions with the same drugs. Yes. So. I've got to try and get my head around this because I can yeah. understand that being the case with clones where it's exactly the same. You yes. know, that you might be using a blood pressure medication for, I don't know, something. What, 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 are, what would a blood pressure medication be used for in terms of off, uh, no. off label? No, None? it wouldn't. No. It wouldn't? No. Um, you're putting me in a corner here, off label usage. I'm uh, ju- I'm just thinking yeah. like logically, yeah. you know, if it's, it might not be for generics. The generic might not be as effective off label as a clone or the original drug would there, be. There, there's no reason why it should vary. But in, it has to vary because market. you've got that variation that, for, you know, that, that twenty that possible variation. Yeah. But you've also got the variation in the the person who's consuming the drug. So just as much as I can have a better result from a generic than the originator because of my physiology. Um, I might get a better off-label result for the same reason. Interesting. Very interesting. I think you aren't going to harm yourself by consuming a generic. So if you're on the original product... You need to quantify the the potential savings. Now, 200 rand a month is 2,400 rand a year. And sometimes savings. it's more than that, yeah. Um, you you could perhaps, if, if you're concerned about switching over, you could buy a week's supply of the generic. Give yourself a trial. If you feel perfectly normal in your space as what you define as normal, um, you could continue on it. Do you find that doctors often say no generics when they write a script? Very rare. Very, very rare. There, there's one general practitioner in Johannesburg who you have absolutely to go with the original. he will not prescribe any generic. Within, in, in terms of the law, um, the Department of Health has enabled us even to override that. Really? Yeah. Why? Um, because they want to drive the cost of medicine down. And I, what right has the prescriber got to force you to be so out of pocket when they're going to get the, res- the same result? Okay. Yes. What's your thought on that? Let me know. You know, if your doctor prescribes, you know, only the original medication... How would you feel about the pharmacist saying, well, you know what, here, to keep the cost down, your medical aid wants us to substitute with a generic. Would you be okay with that? I'm asking. I'm just asking. It hasn't happened to me, but it may have happened to you, and how do you feel about it? You let me know. 34519. We're going to be wrapping up in a few minutes. So uh, 
get those fingers going on the SMS 34519. That is the text line. If you've got any questions about your medication, you're also welcome to give us a call. 0101403020. That's the number in studio. Or you can send me an SMS on 061-895-1019. I'm Kathy Kaler. My guest in studio this morning is David Kahn. He is the DISCIM pharmacy manager at Diskem Nord. Uh, not Norwood, Diskem Linksfield in the neighborhood. I'll get there, I'll get there. <laughs> this is Medical Monday brought to you with compliments of Diskem. I'm Kathy Kayla and my guest this morning is David Kahn. He is the pharmacy manager at Diskem in Linksfield in the neighborhood. I did get that right. It only took well me an done. hour. Yes, thank you. I feel like I've really accomplished something. So Gail's saying that she found that Trustan, which is the clone of Nexium, is much better. She doesn't like taking generics. She likes taking the something clone. that's as close yeah. as possible to the original medication. Um, how, how common are clones? It's become a trend. Yeah. Um, probably in the last 12, 14 years. Companies were permitted to put out a clone. Um, and can so the, uh, can only the originating pharmaceutical company put out the clone? Correct. Okay, yes. so they can clone their yeah. own medication, but yes. another company can't. They can only put out a generic. A generic, yes. Yeah, cl- clone means the originator controls everything to do with the production of yes. that product. Yes. Okay, well, that mm. does make sense. Yeah. Because basically you're yeah. getting the original, but... Perhaps at a better price. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is it's good to a, know. The, the, they they've made their money on the research. The original research. They've made it back. They know there's competition coming. They've obviously done their math and can produce it at a lower cost, registration costs, etc. And they put it out there. Yeah. You know what. There are so many different conditions that really yeah, need yeah. a lot of mm. interventions. Yes. You know, Alzheimer's being one of them. And there's just not enough. No matter how much research they're doing, they're just not doing enough. There's you know, a very bright future coming there. Really? Mm. In terms of medications? Mm. Yeah, it would, yeah. First prize, I guess, would be not to do it in the first place, right? Not to, not, not to do not it. To, not, not to get, to get it. it. <laughs> yes. yes. You know, yes. if only we were more in control. But yeah. um, maybe we can talk about that at some point. You know, side effects. David, yeah. thank you very, very much. I wish you a wonderful week. You too, thank you. <laughs> thank yeah. you to you. Thank you so much for joining me for this last hour. Thank you to Craig Guthrie, who has been uh, my studio engineer. Thank you so much to my wonderful producer, Slick Seleke. And to you, have a fantastic week. I will be back on your radio, same time, same place, next week for the Diskem Medical Monday. Thanks, Diskem. Bye.